0: What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone, and welcome to Designate Reports Boxing Podcast. Uh, This is episode seven, excuse me, my name is Louie, I'm your host, and on the other side of that screen, that is Gene, he's your co-host, he's also known as Negro Adamas. What's good, brother?
1: Thank you, thank you. How you doing, bro?
0: Doing all right, doing all right. So um, since you are in the business of making predictions, today (laughs) is uh, November 3rd, who are you picking to win the election tonight? Please, uh, I got Biden, man. <laughs> you know, I'm on that same page. You know, we're on the same kush. So, um, Nego has Biden winning. We'll see if he comes out with the, uh, correct prediction tomorrow. Hopefully there's no civil war or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> crazy times, crazy times. All right, let's get into some boxing. Um, so before we recap what happened this weekend, we've heard some news recently, some crazy news that Deontay Wilder has come out and accused Fury, Tyson Fury, of cheating. <laughs> um, he's accused his corner man being in on it. There's something in the gloves, there's something in the water. Like, dude, what's going on with your boy? Can you call him, can you check in on him? Like, what's cracking, man?
1: Yeah, to say 2020 has been a crazy year is you're hitting it right on the head. At this stage in the game, I just don't understand what direction he's going at is excuse after excuse it was a 40 pound weight um his legs would drain now to me this is the icing on the cake to say that you know that your water was spiked and that's the reason why you didn't go out and perform dude just take the l learn from your l and move on you know like you're only making yourself worse
0: so here's my thing right so his water was spiked right
1: what was the spike with that's what I want to know. <laughs> it's not like it's a with purple Kool-Aid. If you spiked, do you take a...
0: If, the, if there's any drug testing from now, from after the fight until now, and I think that fighters might have to take a drug test after the fight, did anything come up in those results? No. Right. So I think that what he's... You know, he's basically the bully that got beat up. He came back to school, and now he has all the excuses of why he got beat up.
1: Yeah, and I think it's definitely the fashion that he lost, right? It's not like it it was a split decision, a close fight. The fight was pretty much over from the moment that the bell rang, and he was embarrassed, you know, and he's blaming his corner for throwing the towel, but you didn't have it. You didn't have it that night. It's it's all about your safety and your corner knows best. They work with you every single day, so they did the right thing. You didn't have it that night? Come back.
0: Yeah, I think what they're trying to do is basically get out of this fight um basically create kind of like an asterisk of well fury only won because of these things wild is going to have a couple fights then he's going to bring it back to where he wants to fight fury and he's going to talk about fury cheated my water was this my coach was in on it so what he's trying to do is he's trying to stay relevant and we talked about this on the last episode that him not fighting fury is actually how he does stay relevant because If he gets back in the ring with Fury, he's probably gonna mollywop him again. And at that point his career is done because he's a little bit too more dangerous for other fighters, but at the same time, you know, he's still gonna be considered a war-class fighter. So how do you go about scheduling your fighter against somebody who's dangerous, but at the same time, if you win, what are you really gonna get from that W, right? Because he already has three losses at that point. So I think he's just really trying to fight for his career. I'm sad to see him do it this way, but your man's just bugging.
1: Get your man. But the, o- the only way, the only thing that will salvage his career, first of all, he only has one L, right? Only thing that's going to salvage his career is you go out and you win whoever's in front of you. But every two or three months coming out with a different headline, the costume, the water, it was my coach. Other fighters are losing respect for you. Fans are losing respect for you. You know, I cheered for this dude the past two, three years. That's my guy. You know, but my 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 love of Deontay Wilder comes from what he does inside the ring. But at the same time, I can't condone the nonsense that I'm watching and hearing in all these crazy interviews, bro. Like he gotta stop it, man. He gotta stop it. Go back to the drawing board. Maybe you, if you want to switch uh, to a different trainer, that's all fine. Come back when there's other fighters out there. You will get another fight. Just go out in the ring and perform.
0: Yeah, like I said, man, it's sad to see him try to stay relevant in this manner, but, you know, that's some times, that's what measures. All right, so that's what's going on in that situation. We don't know if he's gonna end up fighting. They have been talking about Fury potentially fighting, um, maybe Dylan White, because I think Dylan White's rematch is now off because his opponent tested positive for COVID, which you, you were telling me. Um, I personally think that, that who the fight should be for Fury should be out of um yeah. fighting out of New York City. He fought him before the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder uh, rematch. Number that uh, that second fight, he cut him up. He actually was very competitive. And if it wasn't Tyson Fury, you could argue that that fight would be stopped. Who would you like to
1: see Tyson Fury fight next? I think at this stage in the game, just go with AJ. Just go with AJ, man. Um, End out the year uh, on a positive note. on On a we have two great fights that just happened the past two weeks you know, finish off the year strong. I mean, obviously, it's probably not going to happen. They're going to wait until next year. But I'll go with AJ or, like you just said, go with Otto. Otto is a good fighter. One thing, he moves in that ring pretty well, which is the, the type of fighter that Tyson Fury needs to, um, to fight against, right? You don't want that stationary guy in Wilder. And Otto Walling will put up a good fight. He did it before, and he just came off a win over the summer. So run it back.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what makes the you know, most sense to me. You know, if if AJ didn't have a, I believe, a mandatory fight to get he has, he has to come up in December, but he's gonna have to probably after that fight, maybe at least two months. So if Fury is smart, he's gonna try to busy and try to get a fight within December or January. We both agree that it should be auto. All right, now moving on to one of the um fights coming up that we're both excited about, Devin Haney versus Juri Gamboa. Uh, when hmm. Boa's last fight was versus Tank, right? I believe so, yep. Yeah, and I think H- Haney got some guy out of there uh, pretty early in his last fight. So, you know, I really like uh, again, Boa's skill set. I think he's been on the stage before. Is a little bit later in his career, it is. I do see Devin Haney coming out on, on top, but I think this is probably going to be his most um, competitive, competitive fight, as well as I do think that Haney might be tested a little bit, but I have it going uh, 12 rounds for decision in, um, in uh, Haney's favor. What do you got?
1: Well, all the dominoes have to fall into place, right? So uh, Lopez took care of business. Tank uh, took care of business. Devin Haney had to take care of business. And everyone's drawing at each other. Everyone wants Lopez. Everyone wants Tank, right? So what do you have to do? Go in that ring, to take care of business, which he will do. But going back to the point that you just made, it is going to be a tough fight because Gambo is not a slouch, you know? He went 12 round with Tank, one of the only guys who took Tank 12 round. So just focus on what's in front of you. Um, upsets can happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And let's see how he performs with a long layoff. But I have him win this fight. It'll be super competitive. Um, and you know what, man? Take care of business, and then let's see what happens in the new year.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree with that. So... And then somebody who else is in the mix who has to take care of business is Ryan Garcia, who has a um, Luke Campbell um, matchup coming up. I think it might be in the next, like, two weeks or something like that. I'm trying to look down, see if I got the dates. So that's another guy who's in that mix around 130, 135. It seems like there could be a bit of a, um, a single tournament um, going off here. So now we just talked about Tank. Let's go ahead and talk, start talking about the fight. But before we get oh, into the actual. Hold on, hold
1: on. All right. Can I just say one thing? I don't think we should put Ryan in that conversation because he's not winning that fight.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I'm just, like, I'm not a huge... That's Ryan Garcia upset. Spent. That is the upset that's going to happen. He's not, he don't need to be put in this conversation. I really think
0: that Luke Campbell can pull out that fight. And to be, I'm gonna be honest with you, if he pulls it off by decision, it's probably going to be the best thing that happens to uh, Ryan Garcia, in my opinion. You know what I mean? But let's like you know like you had just said let's see what happens. Um, so anyway, so we had our second boxing night out. We had uh, four guests coming and break down the fight um, with myself. Basically, uh, three of the guests picked Tank winning by knockout. I also picked Tank. One of the guests, um, our first and uh, our first female fighter, um, being joining the show. She actually picked Leo Santa Cruz, um, I believe, to get a stoppage or the win. Uh, she was dead wrong. So uh, what did you see about the fight and um, yeah, break down that knockout, man? That shit was
1: crazy. Well, shout out to her for having that prediction and going against the grain because Leo Santa Cruz is a good fighter. But just watching the fight, um, number one, from round one, it was competitive. These guys were letting the hands go. And, uh, you know, as much as I love Tank, I did see some deficiencies still uh, in his game, but he can get better from this fight as well, right? Um, He moved around a lot but he has the equalizer. And we always say it. You can have the speed or whatever, but if you have that equalizer and you've seen it in the sixth round, he knocked that man out so hard. I thought he was dead for a second. I'm, I'm going to keep it honest. I started yelling like, yo, bro, get up. <laughs> man was on the floor for like a minute, but we all know yo, this last is time what I saw... is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last time I saw a knockout that, that, was, that was that
0: devastating was when Pacquiao got dropped by Ooh. Marquez. Yeah. And you, we yeah. were just kind of like, is, is he dead? But did he die? Like, what's yeah. going to happen, right? So um, going back to the fight, though, so what I saw was I saw that um, Tank realized that he could walk down Leo Santa Cruz. And while he kind of stayed in front of him, Leo was getting off because he is a volume puncher. But the difference is that Leo could not fight going backwards. Tank was literally walking him down. Which allowed Tank to get hit. So now going into the sixth round where um, Tank got the knockout. If you go back and watch it, Leo Santa Cruz was basically in fight or flight mode, and he chose to to fly because he threw the same punch three times. Three times. The first time it yeah. hit Tank, the second Tank, the second time Tank blocked it. The third Tank time Tank was like, oh, okay, I'm going to slip and I'm going to throw this uppercut. From the canvas <laughs> and from all the way up. Yo, that boy's head touched the back of his ass, man. Like he snapped that boy's neck so fast, so hard. <laughs> and, that was, and that was really the difference of the fight because Tank came forward. He was making adjustments in real time. And you know, basically that knockout, you seen how lively Tank is in terms of, okay, I can take your punch, I can block the punch. And then the next step is I can counter your punch. And like you said, he has that equalizer. If you make a mistake, he's going to make you pay, and he's going to get you out of there.
1: But here's the thing. I mean, with all these fights that Tank has had, I still want his defense to be a little cleaner, though. If, we, if we're going to nitpick anything about his performance, that's the only mm-hmm. thing. Because next time you step into that ring with a better fighter than uh, Santa Cruz, like let's say if it was a Lopez, he also has that equalizer but right. I have to see tank have a little bit more patience and just be a little bit more tighter on the defense. It's cool that you have that bomb and that's the equalizer, but look, take it one step at a time and, and really go off your game plan. But I'll give this performance a 10 out of 10. He came out, he showed out, you know, and he was the number one trending topic on Twitter. So that's saying a lot, you know, over I 20 this- million views of that knockout 20 million just on Twitter. Wow. I know that this was his first pay-per-view fight, mm-hmm.
0: right? Yeah. So if you think about it, like, this is your, this is, this is your homecoming. This is your, or coming out party, so to speak. And uh, yeah, that boy came out.
1: <laughs> yeah, he came out. So so will you say that? Yeah, that boy came put out. Him up there as one of the next, uh, rising pay-per-view stars. Would you say that? Um, absolutely. But I want to say this. I want,
0: I want to, um, I want to back up here. So They're taking a page out of uh, Floyd Floyd Mayweather's blueprint in terms of who they're gonna set up with with Tank. Mm -hmm. Floyd Mayweather made a run of uh, beating guys who don't know how to move their head. They're entertaining in the sense that they're gonna come, they're gonna fight, they're gonna throw in volume punches and they're gonna be able to take a lot. So if Tank is gonna get set up in this same format with his type of power, we can see a guy who could really, as a lighter weight fighter, be at the top of boxing like a Floyd Mayweather Because they're going to line this guy up with the right kind of fights, And until we see somebody make Tank box, we're not going to really know how good Tank can be. Kind of like Lomachenko made um, uh, Lopez. Lopez. And I wanted to bring those to kind of bridge bridge those two fighters together. Because we got one at 135 and one at 130. And I think that the next fight, which is a pay-per-view banger, and it might get pushed off, is Tank. Uh, versus Lopez, man. So I do think that Tank is going <laughs> to be a... <huge-table
1: laughs> We're we, we not ready for that. <laughs> but I'm telling We're not you ready that... for that fight.
0: Listen, it might, be, it might be two years down the road, but that's yeah. the fight that if those two guys are going to be um, you know, basically yeah, the, the big sport. names in the lower classes,
1: woo!
0: but yeah, 100%, Tank yeah. is definitely going to be that dude, man.
1: Listen, man, if, if we get Tank and Lopez within these next two years... I'll go on record and say that's going to be the top three grossing and most watched pay-per-views in boxing history.
0: Yeah, I think now, especially with social media and, you know, those two guys have such a big following with social media and they're so young in their careers. If they build out the next year and a half, two years, and they're both still undefeated, that's going to be a mega fight, man. So, you know, that's what I'm excited to see. Obviously, things have to play out. Um,
1: so do you think do you Tank's think about, next uh, move is to is to kind of go up? Before I cut you off, um, do you think Tank should move up to the next what? One thirty five?
0: Yeah, because look, you beat you beat the the best guy at um, one thirty. You know, Leo mm-hmm. Santa Cruz has four belts um, in those w- lower divisions. You know, so could you maybe fight Devin Haney at one thirty? Okay, but you don't have to stay there to fight him. You can wait. If I'm Tank, I'm, I'm already busting out the scenes. I'm moving up to 135. I'm either chasing Lopez or I'm chasing them out the division. Yeah. You know, but so I don't think you answered the question. Do you think? How do you feel about Tank as far as being a um pay-per-view box
1: office star? Oh, most definitely. Um, he has he has that it factor, right? It's something like if you look at a Floyd Mayweather, right? I would say 90% of the people who ever bought his pay-per-views was to watch him lose, right? It's something about Floyd Mayweather that just gets people going crazy and they don't like supporting him. Like the real heads, the real boxing fans, we support, and we love Floyd, but the casuals will always tune in to watch him lose. And I kind of see Javante the same way. You know, he, he has that little flash about him. Um, hopefully he doesn't get into rapping like uh, Adrian Broner, but a lot of people... Yo, who just got a, were, I think he just got locked up. Uh, it's always something, bro. But a lot of people tuned into this fight to watch... Go ahead. A lot of people tuned into this fight to watch Javante Davis lose. I'd never seen so many Leo Santa Cruz fans come out the woodwork the way I was seeing it online. So he's kind of building that reputation of, okay, you know what? He's the big mouth fighter. He does back it up, but I want to see him lose. You know? So I can see him being that big pay-per-view star. 20
0: million. Yeah, nah, he... Listen
1: Floyd Mayweather is his the promoter, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Floyd, when he came out, he came out in the big sombrero hat, Mm -hmm. right? Which Floyd got from his uncle. Basically, they called him the Mexican killer. So he's taken the blueprint of Floyd Mayweather and said, look, we're going to make you the the big bad wolf who's flashy, who's arrogant. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to hear about it and they can't beat you. Facts. But how they're going to set it up is you're not going to see Tank fight a lot of guys who can move their head right those fights are gonna have to be forced that's why we're talking about maybe lopez being pushed down a couple years but he's about to clean house with a bunch of guys because a lot of those lighter weight fighters they're volume punchers they come forward they have a lot of energy they're they're really fast so i think tank over the next two years is going to be probably you know outside of the heavyweight division he's probably going to be the number one guy in terms of pay-per-view oh yeah by far all right, so that is episode seven. We're trying to keep you guys um, obviously um, tuned into Boxing News. Look out for more um, Boxing Night Out. We might even request you to call in and give you your opinion. Gene, let them know where they can find us.
1: Yes, this episode will be on, posted on YouTube uh, the next available day once we get down with some cool edits, you know, put some edits on Louis, you know, get him some bigger shoulders. <laughs> and it's on every streaming yeah. platform as well Spotify, Apple. Anchor, and SoundCloud.
0: Peace.